Welcome to Johnson and Bush, episode six. Um, of course, uh, Johnson and Bush are here. Um, this is a Super House spinoff podcast. It's been going for a while, and today we're going to talk about religion and what's in our personal history with religion. And we're going to end up talking about the Orlando shootings. We actually had this kind of thing sort of planned before the shootings happened, but we wanted to add it, uh, I guess because it was topical and relevant to the topic of religion since Islamophobia and things like that get uh, brought up a lot when things like this happen. Oh Jesus! Religion. <laughs> this is going to be. Can of worms? Yeah, we are. This is going to be kind of a revealing podcast, and maybe the best Johnson and Bush we've ever done. Oh no! You ready for uh, this, Johnson? Sure. Maybe we should tell people where they can send their hate mail in advance. <laughs> send all of your hate mail to superhousepodcast <laughs> at gmail dot com or superhousepod on Twitter. Mm, okay. <laughs> I like how you want to uh, definitely like throw it out there, like to begin with. Well, I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, no, this whole topic, any which way you go, you're walking on eggshells. Like, yeah, I'm going to try to be as non. What do you call it? Aggressive or whatever as possible. Non-confrontational. Non-confrontational. Yeah. Diplomatic. Plus, well, we'll 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 get to it. So I'm gonna go through my spiel, and then Johnson's probably got a much smaller, much shorter story. <laughs> sure. and, then, and then, but he does have some ideas on consciousness and stuff like that, which I kind of want to hear again because he told me when we were drunk in Pasadena one time, <laughs> I didn't understand everything exactly. <laughs> uh, by the way, let me just yeah. uh, preference that. That will be just wild speculation. Okay. So please do not, like, fucking try to, like, send me whatever, like, some fucking science bullshit you found. I don't care. This is just just total, absolute, just free-flowing, just yeah. maybe this, maybe that. This you is know. your personal speculation, and you're not Neil deGrasse Tyson, so... Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. We're not Stephen <laughs> Hawking over here, and we know we're not, so... I've said it many times. I'm an idiot. Do not listen to <laughs> like, Nobody should take what I say for any value. <laughs> should be dismissed. Hell, just turn this podcast off right now. <laughs> yeah. Just fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> what are you doing? Go you really do don't need to listen to your shit. Life. Yeah. yeah, what the fuck? You're, you're in your car, turn the radio on. This is bullshit. <laughs> exactly. All right, moving on to the next section. Sure, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let me get started. Um, and Johnson, feel free to stop me at any point and be like, okay. what the fuck? Like, you can interrupt me. doesn't sure, matter. Sure. I, I'm open to that. So. All right. <clears throat> Let me start from the beginning, I guess. Um, so I'm from Alabama originally, and mm -hmm. of course everybody knows that's the Bible Belt. I moved to Georgia when I was 13. Um, 
I'm trying to go right from the beginning. So uh, we went to a Methodist church when I was a kid, and Methodism is kind of a it's one of the you know what I'd call like the less crazy ones. Like you don't see them in the news ever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what, was, what's their main thing? What distinguishes them from? Man, it's just like take all the crazy out of baptism. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Like all it's. Right. I don't know, man. Like, let me. Okay, let let me. Let me keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah. I know I told you guys questions, but I, I yeah, feel like I'm going to answer that in the story. Okay. I'm going right. to answer some of this in the story. Um, so, at the time, the only person that was, it was like the Simpsons, like the only person that was religious in the family was my mom, and she drug all of us, even my dad, to church. My mm. dad my dad didn't want to go most of the time, didn't even show up a couple times. Uh, mine was kind of the same deal. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I mean that shit in The Simpsons is accurate, actually. And uh, <laughs> basically, um, you know, when you're a kid, you just don't care. Like yeah. you, you, you're. I remember we just played our Game Boys in the back just to keep quiet, <laughs> turn the volume down, you know. Like, and we'd listen sometimes, but not really most of the time. And I remember when I was first taught about God in general. This is really weird, but I was kind of upset that he was like all powerful, like. I thought he was going to kill me at some point. <laughs> it was really weird, right? Yeah. And, um, God, it was like church actually when I was a kid, like freaked me out because especially. Me too. Like, they did? The chanting. Yeah. Oh, Fucking really? Chanting. Like the, the talking in unison, singing in unison. I yeah. Think, I think when a kid, when I was a kid, it wasn't so much the chanting or the singing. It was more like. I think the church has like, okay, first of all, at the time, I didn't, I don't think as a kid I knew why it freaked me out, yeah. but look, looking back on it, analyzing it as an adult, I think it was because they just talk about death all the time. That's <laughs> true. It's you know, true. Yeah. Yeah. like that, that freaked me the fuck out, man. <laughs> and, um, let's see. Yeah, well, I mean, just didn't consider myself too religious. And, of course, like at this time in Alabama, we didn't experience like Pentecostal type stuff or baptism type stuff. So um, I guess we can fast forward to Georgia. So we moved to Georgia when I was 13. And we experienced like this Pentecostal type movement uh, that is famous in America now. But it, even in Alabama at the time, dude, before 98... We moved in 98, I think. Mm -hmm. We had no idea about this whole, like, speaking in tongues stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, and I don't know if you've been to these kind of services, Johnson, but, like... No, no, I haven't. <laughs> I, I have, and also, like, 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 Methodists don't really focus on being saved by Jesus all the time, all the time, all the time. <laughs> like, I think in Meth... In Met, this is why they're, like, less crazy, because if you go to a Methodist church, if you're going to church... You don't need to do anything extra. That's what like it felt. You don't. You don't have to be baptized or anything. Well, you are baptized, but like, oh, okay. like, like Baptists and Pentecostals, they're kind of the same. Even some people call say I have this term Baptocostal because it's kind of like they run together so much. Sure. But like in these services, they'll be like, if you want to be saved by Jesus, raise up your hand, and they'll say like, they'll tell you like what to say, like, uh, like. 
uh, I'm a sinner, please forgive me, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. you're, you're saved, right? They call you saved by Jesus or whatever. Sure, Again, sure. I went to church from the time I was like five until I was 13. Didn't know about this raising hands thing, saying this thing, the whole saved by Jesus thing. Like, yeah. again, we went to church our whole lives in Alabama, <laughs> and we and we had never experienced this kind of shit before. And it just it was kind of weird as hell. It's like, what's going on in Georgia, man? This is so weird. So you're telling me Alabama is more uh, <laughs> more level on the level than Georgia? That's how it seemed to us, yeah. Wow, yeah. That's how it yeah. seemed to us. And even though Alabama is even more country, I mean, sure, Al- yeah. Atlanta is, we were in the outskirts of Atlanta, but we, it was still like sort of a vibe coming down, trickling down from Atlanta. Sure, sure, of course. And uh, yeah, so that weirded me out at first, <laughs> like quite a bit, because uh, we, we just went to church on Sunday and then went to see a movie or... Uh, went to Subway or whatever afterwards, and that was it, you know? Like, it, mm-hmm. I guess it was casual in comparison, but it didn't feel like, we didn't know anything else. Like, that was what Christianity was to us. Right. Then, um, I went to a private Christian school in my hometown uh, just for three years, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. And uh, I actually became religious at that time because, I mean, I don't know, I was like, I think at the time I just wanted to give it a shot or sure. I was starting to really believe it. Plus I was basically entrenched in it in this time. Sure, and yeah. Youth group was fun and like, I, you know, I didn't really see anything wrong with it. Yeah, it was like, that's the whole deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, man, that was a weird time. Like I was pretty <laughs> Christian actually at the time, even in the, my first year at college and all the way up to the first year of college. And then but you, uh, you never came off yeah. as like anybody that like was, I don't know. You never came off that way. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think I was, I was paired with my first roommate before, before Pat. Mm-hmm. Um, I was paired with him because he was a preacher's kid and we mentioned church or something at our SCAD interview. Oh, really? Like, yeah, we were, that, oh. we were that religious. Um, okay. And then, uh, let's see, so yeah, pretty much go through high school, Christian going to youth groups, believing pretty much 100%. I did the save thing. I was doing the whole like Pentecostal type thing and all that. Now, were there cute girls in this uh, youth group? (laughs) Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, what I learned way too late was like, those girls were putting out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you would hear stories of like them like asking for forgiveness before they did it and after and like totally. all that. Like I, I didn't yeah. at the time, but <laughs> like yeah, was, I was yeah. too religious, I guess. I don't know what you'd call it, but sure, sure. Like I was trying to get my like my brother, my brother Jordan to go to church, and he didn't. He even even then he was like it, he wasn't about it. Like he didn't want to yeah. have anything to do with it. Now, were they ever ever had a religious? period i'd say jordan basically no Mm -hmm. and then taylor maybe to a certain Mm -hmm. degree okay uh yeah so then um let's see go to scad and then around my second or third year started to become not agnostic but like really questioning and plus like Mm -hmm. there was a family friend that started to introduce me to like 
the ancient alien theory for the first time and like <laughs> sure. and like even like the reptiles from the fifth dimension and shit like he believed in all this shit sure. and like uh what do you call it like all the government conspiracies and like the illuminati and uh mm -hmm everything dude like even the necronomicon like hit he said like hitler wanted a copy of the necronomicon or had one like he believed if there was a conspiracy it wasn't it felt like to like after a while it felt right. like there was no conspiracy theory you didn't believe in sure yeah yeah no, I, all, know those, I know those people yeah they all ran together and and you could all make a cohesive story out of it which this is why i'm telling you this there was a there was a good like there was a good half a year or so while I was at SCAD, maybe my second year, where I actually went into that stuff really hardcore, <laughs> and I started doing. Now, like it. you believed it, or you just you looked into it? Because looking I, into I, it is one thing, but I think I started to believe in it to a certain degree. Okay. Yeah, I really do. Um, but then, it's just kind of the point where you're just like it, like you can't believe in all this stuff, like. Right like yeah. the, the the ninth planet Nibiru and all that shit. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, they're they're just very um convenient answers to you know, things we can't explain. It's just Yeah. Some, and then and that's what that's all religion is. It's just like we can't explain this, so we got to fill this gap right now. It's just, it's just yeah. We can't acknowledge that we don't know what it is. So it it's all just yeah. And they just make it up. Yeah, right, yeah. And it's, it, it feels like, to me, it's like people are trying to, at least I was, and I think other people do as well, like they're trying to reconcile parts of the Bible or parts of the Christianity that they know, that they grew mm -hmm. up with, with the science that they know and other history that they've heard that they can't really deny or... Sure, yeah. Like, things like that. Like, th this is one of the tie-ins here. Like, mm -hmm. this is one of the crazy things that I was told. The... Uh, the ancient aliens were actually the Nephilim or the Sephiroth, not Sephiroth, that's Final <laughs> Fantasy. The Nephilim angels in the Bible. They're the ones yeah. that came down and messed with the monkey's DNA and created us and and made us build pyramids and stuff. Like this was like one example this is one example of one of the tie-ins. Yeah, yeah. That happened. So then fast forward um Can I can I say one thing? Yeah, about yeah, that? go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. The problem with these what still remains you're just uh you know th these are this is what people say to explain why there are why we have higher intelligence the way we do but all that that doesn't explain how did this other race achieve the higher intelligence it just puts the question off like it doesn't actually explain anything like okay if some aliens came here and messed with our dna how did they become so intelligent Exactly. They must have followed a natural path. <laughs> so why well, wouldn't it happen here? You know, it's... you dude. You know what? I have never thought about that side of it, but that yeah. makes perfect fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Un that's unbelievable. It, does, it still doesn't answer anything. Yeah, it's still. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, then how did they get smart? <laughs> there's there's something called uh, the argument of infinite regression, which is yeah, usually and that's what it is. Yeah. It's usually applied to God, but that sounds like a version of it right there. Sure. Yeah. That, just a quick side note that the, the version for God is like, okay, who created God? And then who created yeah. that guy? Who created that guy? Who created that guy? Exactly. It's the argument of infinite regression. Wikipedia, totally. if you want. Uh, <laughs> listeners, all three of you. 
Um, so, so uh, yeah, so I, I kind of like after that, I personally, I, I dropped that way of thinking. I was like, this is getting way out of hand and way too ridiculous. <laughs> sure. um, yeah. Like I'm, tr- I'm, you just, I don't know. It's like you're bound, you're, you're juggling too many things and then it's going right. to fall, fall on top of you. And the other thing is it assumes that like our government is like omnipotent and totally competent and <laughs> yeah you know my parents have worked in government their entire lives and it's been nothing but just like bullshit and bureaucracy <laughs> like you can't get two groups to fucking agree on anything like how are like thousands of government employees gonna like you know hide alien spaceships or you know something i don't know like yeah i think most of it would have been revealed by now um yeah there would be a slip up somewhere there would be i don't know it's just like no no organization is that intelligent or that good especially not one with government employees (laughs) right yeah yeah i think they give too much credence to the government totally yeah way too much so yeah, so I like kind of drop that stuff and then I'm kind of like in a holding pattern for a while. Like I don't, I tried not to think about it. I'm not religious, but I'm not agnostic or atheist. I don't know what you, I was basically, you couldn't categorize me at this time, I think. Mm-hmm. And then um, graduate college and then I go to Japan, start hanging out with a like-minded dude named Mike. Uh, I don't know if you ever met him, uh, Matt. Well, anyway, I don't, know. I don't think I met any of your friends there. Okay. Well, this is one of the main dudes. He was a coworker of mine, and we were kind of in a similar position. But he kind of like transitioned to full-on <laughs> atheism like pretty sure. quickly. And then I started. I was like, well, okay, interesting. Uh, and I, you know, I never expected to, you know, go down that path. But I, you know, this is a time whenever, like, if I wasn't working, I was at home playing video games or watching YouTube or outside doing something in Japan. But anyway, when I was home watching, I would watch like atheist videos and there's a podcast called The Atheist Experience and uh, like did a bunch of research on my own, read Richard Dawkins, Christian yeah. Hick, you know, Hitchens. And oh, I'm a big fan that. of all those guys, yeah. 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 We're on the same page there. Yeah. So I, I, I like those guys. And then, and then I basically like deconverted into atheism, really, to be honest with you. <laughs> and I was... Like probably this was probably around um, what you call it uh, middle of Japan time, so maybe two thousand seven, maybe early two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I basically made that switch, and then for like a good two years, I think I was really like trying to start shit on Facebook all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Period. Yeah. I think whenever you're converted to anything or deconverted, like you're really passionate about it. Sure. Yeah. And then like now now okay, now okay, now we're at the present. So now I would call myself an agnostic atheist and what that means specifically is I don't know that there's no god but I believe there's no God mm. and that, and it, you have to go into these like deep conversations about what is knowledge and what is belief. 
And that belief, the belief in no God is simply like, I'm not saying, I'm not actively saying there's no God. I'm saying that I don't believe in any God because I don't think any evidence, actual evidence has been good enough to make me change my mind. Right, right. Like when it comes, when you think of like courtroom rules, you know, where you have to present forensic evidence, physical evidence, you can't use speculation and people's feelings. When you use those standards, yeah, religion doesn't stack up at all. Yes, and you could say like, <laughs> well, you have to go on faith or something like that. I mean, that's usually right. the argument, but it's just like, I don't see any need for that because I don't. I mean, really, you don't use faith a whole lot outside of religion. Like, there's always this argument about, like, well, you have faith that your brakes will work on your car, and I'm like, <laughs> this is a, this is like this is a common argument, and it's sure, like sure, sure. it's like, well, most people actually test their brakes too, you know, like right. Well, right, you have you have observed your brakes working. <laughs> yes, and you've in never, the past. yeah, you've never. Most people have never been in a car where they don't work at all. Like maybe right. they go out a little bit sometimes, but like. You know what I mean? So even that, even stuff yeah, like that's kind yeah. of based on evidence. So like complete, complete blind faith in anything. You don't, I don't think you see that in most of, most of people's lives outside of the realm of religion. No, so, absolutely not. Yeah. Well, it's like it's, what I'm talking about with courtroom rules. You would not send a person to prison because some nobody came in and said, uh, I believe he's the killer. <laughs> yeah, that would never yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. When you when you apply the standards that we use in everyday life to what is supposedly the most profound thing of the human existence, it doesn't stack up at all. Right, right, right. Exactly. Mm. I mean, there's like, there's also that famous phrase uh, saying, I think I think it was from Voltaire. He said, uh, if God didn't exist, humans would invent him. Right. Yeah, of course. I mean, that always made sense to me. And also, um, I watched documentaries a lot when I was a kid, and there was just one documentary on, uh, I guess you could call it anthropology or something, but it just went yeah. over, like, like the myths people believe worldwide and stuff. Yeah. And I, I think that was pretty formative, even though I became religious after that. I saw that when I was a kid, and that kind of stuck with me forever. Like, well, yeah, we're just kind of like creating this to handle the knowledge of our own death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, well, here, a, a lot of times what it's from, you know? Yeah. Well, here's my other question is the other thing nobody, people seem to kind of forget. It's like, well, the other question is, what is your definition of God? Is it a man in a white robe on a cloud? Well, yeah, we're probably never going to find that. But is it some energy in the middle of the universe that's like propelling it around in a circle maybe i don't know is it the sun i think the sun fulfills everything we give god credit for yeah like, i think you're right about that like t t i mean like yeah like those old the older religions that yeah, worship the, the sun. sun that makes a lot of sense actually it does. it's there it's right there in the sky it lights up your day yeah yeah it gives you the food you eat there wouldn't be anything living here if it wasn't there it warms you it makes you happy it releases like serotonin in your brain it's right like it fulfills everything why why are we not praising the sun that's the thing yeah like <laughs> this is actually a big thing on the atheist experience podcast too man like 
one of the first, if not the first question every time is, what's your definition of God and why? Yeah, right. They ask this, like you have to get that out of the way first or you're, you're not going to be, you're going to be arguing about bullshit for the rest of the time. Like totally. You have you have yeah. to define those terms like immediately, and yeah, like like is it is it a man in the sky? I don't think most people believe that. Possibly, maybe most mm-hmm. people these days believe in like a force, or I don't even know yeah. what I don't even know what they do actually anymore. <laughs> but like it's just yeah. But the thing is, I, I'm sure there's something we might discover in the future, some kind of. Uh, energy in the universe that ties everything together that people are just going to tack on the title of god like oh it's been it's this it was this thing like but would this be a force of nature or would this be a conscientious like a self-conscious entity no no totally just like a force of nature okay yeah i I mean i'm just speculating here like perhaps no i mean yeah i mean you're getting to like yeah really crazy stuff Sure, sure. That's one of the things too. Like the reason, like I went from like hard atheism to agnostic atheism was because, like, you just get to this point where you're like, anybody says that there's definitely no god of any mm-hmm. kind whatsoever, a hundred percent. Well, there's no evidence for that either. Right. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, I think a lot of I think a lot of Christians would probably spin this to be like like maybe I'm softening up on the Christian God, but I'm really referring to any kind of creator God in general, like at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but I mean, but I know what you mean. Like atheists have the same kind of certainty that Christians or Muslims or whoever that like, Oh, there definitely is something. They're just on the other side. Oh no, there definitely is nothing. And, and atheists can rest usually anyway. They can, you know, they rest upon more solid evidence than Christians do, but sure. yeah, I, no, of course, I, I of think course. that also gives way to like that whole stereotype of the asshole atheist, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. pretty much true. And, sure. um, I've definitely tried to make, make strides to not be that. Although yeah. I don't think I, I think I am that sometimes, but yeah. Well, I mean, know. in all truthfulness, you really, have no idea you could just be a brain in a jar you know in the fucking matrix you really have no idea (laughs) that's the thing like that we talk about i mean we they talk about that a lot on the atheist experience where they're like look that you know these things are plausible but at the end of the day there's very unlikely this is a theoretical thought experiment this there's no evidence supporting this Like, there's this whole, like, theory called solipsism, I think, Mm -hmm. which is, I could be getting this wrong, but it's like, nothing is real except for you. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, it's, it's not like do whatever you want type of thing. It's like, literally, like, your brain is the receptor to the matrix or some, I don't know, it's some, something like that, something like that. No, I've said that many times. It's like the only thing in this universe you as an individual can be 100% sure of is that you are perceiving (laughs) what you're actually seeing and feeling and hearing. That's kind of subjective. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But just the fact that you are here 
you know, experiencing. That's the only, I mean, the rest of you guys could be, you know, animated meat bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Or you but could be, because there could be more to consciousness and compared to real consciousness, sure, we could just yeah. be like little pieces of shit, like <laughs> <laughs> chips of shit, not even ants. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, like totally. this, the theoretical stuff is definitely interesting. That's one of the reasons why, like, I, it, anytime there's like a documentary on like quantum mechanics or like the nature of reality, consider me in. Like yeah, I, yeah, I sure. want to know, like, because that stuff approaches. It approaches answering the questions that a religion has been trying to for a long time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, like not just Big Bang, but just like what's actually there. Like there's, you know, the whole like universe is an illusion type shit and all that. Like, <laughs> that's a bunch of crazy shit out there, man. And like the sure. whole God particle thing or Higgs boson, I should call it. The uh, like shit like that i mean that's that's well, that's, that's yeah, like answering I mean, the questions that's answering the questions that religion kind of hasn't has done i feel totally yeah, yeah absolutely and this in this time you know the human race were finally equipped to actually answer these questions because we have a scientific method we have a basic understanding of some of the processes in our physical universe right so yeah ancient people did not have nope and that's why they did the things they did and I would have done the same thing had I had the same knowledge (laughs) yeah yeah, and upbringing yeah Yeah. Yeah. I mean imagine you're like the mayor of the town some little pissant town in the middle of nowhere ancient times and a bunch of idiots come up to you and say why is it not raining and you're like uh you gotta come up with an answer so you're like exactly exactly. or they're gonna kill you so you're like uh but you made god angry like exactly (laughs) or this this pork has really fucked up our tribe we're just (laughs) yeah right we're not gonna eat anymore I, I honestly, I think that must have come, there must have been like a bunch of people getting sick from it. Oh, uh, well, actually there were, there were people, uh, when you were, uh, ancient people who were living with these domesticated animals, pork in particular, people were getting sick. So like, they just, so you couldn't just tell people not to eat it. You had to tell them, you know, God would eat you and kill you. If you exactly. It seems a bit rough, but yeah. Yeah. And then they self-police, you know? If you if they believe yeah. God is doesn't want them to do it, they will enforce it upon themselves. Exactly, man. Like like there was an article recently, uh, less about religion per se, but like like any like most most like ancient civilizations, there was a there was this like uh, importance placed on virgins, virgin women. Oh, sure, sure, in sure. In particular, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, it comes off sexist and whatever, but at the time, I, well, I, I would assume virgin men as well, but, uh, <laughs> like, it was the, uh, virginity was the only way to uh, make sure that they didn't have an STD. Oh, shit, yeah, right. So, yeah. and, like, being married with one partner under any religion, being married under a Christian religion, pagan, or whatever, like, some ritual that said you're just with this person forever, this was to uh, ensure the spread of disease didn't happen. <laughs> so, like, even like this, 
like ma- marriage itself, like uh, even before Ro- the Roman times, people always talk about like there was a very like non-romantic reason for it. Mm, yeah. And then you know, of course, they always talk about like the. I think it was in Rome that they that part like the like marriage was basically for like giving the daughter away to another family. Oh, sure. A lot of cultures uh, were like that. You mean like uh, if they're if they're like elites or if they're like uh, in the government and it's kind of a way to, well, you know, like kingdoms, it's like the princess would go marry the prince of some other kingdom and then they would have an alliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a way of, um, uh, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Way of solidifying family lines, bloodlines, and shit. There you go. Yeah. 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 Johnson, um, I think yours is probably less crazy than mine, but can you <laughs> run us through your uh, background sure. with this? Sure. I'll do the brief version. Uh, actually, it was very similar to yours from what you were starting off with. Um, uh, I don't know what our family is, I just know we're not Catholic. <laughs> if you don't know, it's already like different from mine. <laughs> yeah, one of the other ones. Um... <laughs> Protestant of some kind. I don't know. I pro- yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I really, truly never paid attention. Like, <laughs> it, it was like your situation. It was like my parents. I, I, I would just sit there and be bored out of my mind, just like rolling around. So they, they were just like, okay, draw or play your Game Boy or whatever. And, um,. Dude, Why? totally. And there was even back to the Simpsons thing. There was there were scenes where Bart's playing a Game Boy, oh, at yeah. least in church. Yeah. Like that shit was <laughs> so fucking on point. Anyway, continuing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no worries. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Kind of like your situation. Um, I I don't think my dad ever had much of an instinct to go, and my mom would make us go every once in a while. I guess when she felt guilty, we hadn't gone enough times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I didn't have brothers or sisters really at this time, and um, I never, they never sent me to Sunday school, I guess, because you had to have to come early for that. Oh, I went to Sunday school all the time. Yeah, so I think that's probably really why I was not indoctrinated, because I didn't have, like, yeah, that pure kind of reinforcement. Um, Yeah, yeah. But yeah, everything they talked about just went right over my head. I just didn't pay attention. I I don't I honestly I don't think I've ever had a discussion about God or Jesus or any of that with my parents really. Yeah. Like it just yeah, it's just something that never came up. Uh yeah, the other thing uh oh yeah, I think the one thing even as a kid I definitely just like the you know, I heard it the few times I would listen, I was just kind of like, that sounds like bullshit. Because <laughs> when, like, uh, they're like, okay, everything is already predetermined. God has already laid out his plan, and you just kind of, you know, you're bottlenecked into it. I think that, uh, I'm, just to stop you there for a second, I think mm-hmm. that that probably depends on the uh, the sect of Christianity. Like, okay. Maybe Pentecostals believe that, but Methodists don't. Um, I think most people don't even get that far, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. Like, I've heard heard some Christians say, like, I don't believe in free will, and then other Christians do. And then that whole free will argument shit, I mean, that goes way deeper than I ever imagined. 
Sure, sure. Like yeah. I was just trying to think about God and the universe, and then <laughs> anyway, continue. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like okay, what you're gonna do is already predetermined. So if you do something that you know so egregious that you would be sent to hell, uh, pretty much God set you up <laughs> to follow that path. So like you're you're fucked either way. So it's like, what can you do? And the other thing that bothered me was. Um, so there's this all-powerful being, but he's so like self-conscious that he has to be praised all the time, or such a like egotist that he has to be yeah, just exactly, exactly. constantly praised. And if you uh, if you you know do something against his will, he's going to send you to this horrible place for eternity. Not even like okay, like a thousand years, and then you're cool, or like you know, okay. Well, how about you get a redo, try it again? It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like nope, you get this one life. If you fuck it up, eternity in you know burning fire, or whatever demons. And I was just like, what? That doesn't. That sounds like bullshit. It yeah. just sounds like ancient people had no way to really police themselves <laughs> dude i i feel the same way like it felt yeah. it always felt like it was written by people in the bronze age i mean oh, it, it literally pretty much is <laughs> it's just, it just so had that feel and yeah like again this the key word is by people right not by exactly. god right. that yeah that's that was always like i always thought about that as well yeah yeah. yeah, and and what other philosophy from the Bronze Age are we still? Well, I mean, well, let me take that back. There probably are some, but <laughs> uh, none that rule our lives as profoundly as religion does. You know, for me too, uh, there was always the the like omnipresent, omnipotent, the omni, omni, omni. Those things. Yeah, and I really like. I took issue with those a lot because like if people people talked about omnipresent right being mm -hmm. everywhere all at once right so me and i don't think that, people always say well you have a scientific mind okay <laughs> whatever but like if god is if there's god essence whatever that is in every sure. single cell every atom of everything is the god of the bible in the aids virus <laughs> right. or in that worm that like eats kids eyeballs and yes is you know, you know. if you or is god in the bullet that kills a child like right right like when you say god is everywhere what does that mean right but you know what this is the thing where i'm saying like you could just like bullshit like tag on god as like he could be all atoms he could be all neutrons he could be all you know, energy resonance. I mean, like, if you wanted to, you could put the label of God on a or lot Or it's like a metaphysical dimension or something. Yeah, That's what right. they'll probably say if you get that far. But Like again, a, like string theory? Like those little... Of the strings? Electronic vibrations that make up that, reality? Like. That'd still be in this, uh, in this universe, though. But, like, this is something that the, the atheist mm. experience, like, helped me out with was... Uh, like it, even if God was in another dimension, mm -hmm. or it was like this, let's let's just call it like a God dimension interacting with this one, a fourth dimensional being, or fifth, maybe. fifth dimension. <laughs> like you could still test that in some way, sure, uh, yeah. because 
that would be a, an interaction or a change happening in this universe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And there's even like there's even like a there's actually is a quote in the Bible or a passage or something saying like go ahead test it, you'll find us. Really? Yeah, there is. Which is essentially that's one of the best things in the Bible personally. But still, still, you know, it's just yeah. kind of like it's. I think they're just trying to declare how like confident they were. Uh, sure, sure, sure. And, now, you know, see, whatever. now what what we're getting into now this fourth and fifth dimensional interaction. This is where we get into wild speculation territory. But this is, I don't know. This is the fun part for me, where it's like just speculating what could possibly be, even though. Like I said at the beginning, I don't believe this. This is just a few ideas based on my layman's understanding of what's going on in science right now. Let's hear it. Uh, well, uh, okay. Well, to start, you, you, have you read that story? What is it? Flat World or something? Uh, um, no. Basically, it, it's, it tries to describe to us you know, we live in the third dimension. It tries to describe how if something was in a fourth or fifth dimension, we it could be in our world and we wouldn't even see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, where there's like the flat world, there's like a triangle, and then this three-dimensional ball goes through his world. He sees basically a line that grows and then disappears, you know, grows, gets big, and then gets small, and then disappears because that's that third-dimensional sphere going through his flat world right yeah and that sphere looks like a circle yeah yeah basically yeah, right, a right 2d 2d circle or a line because from his version all he oh, sees yeah. is just like basically just lines and you know and, uh, basically it's like you know a one pixel what you know with world you know or yeah. height you know one pixel height world right 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 and yeah, and then I think at the end of the story, that three-dimensional ball picks up that triangle and like yeah, picks him up. So he's up on top. So he sees from top down, and you can see triangles and whatever. But but basically, it describes how you know, even if something from the fourth or fifth dimension was interacting here, we probably wouldn't even know how to interpret it or how to see it. I mean. What would that be? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> right, right, right. So you think that the fact that this possibility exists gives some credence to some sort of, not necessarily God, but like kind of like very powerful beings or that interact I with mean, this dimension? Or if there truly are more dimensions, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether those actual dimensions exist, I don't know. I mean, according to popular science, there's an infinite amount. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just exotic math. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, a lot of these things, like, they get a lot of play in, like, theoretical physics, but not right. actual right. physics. But I think it's... A, we're both laymen here, right? But like, yeah, I, think, of course, of course. I think that uh, it's definitely interesting to think about. And yeah, and I think I think mm -hmm. most people don't don't think about it that far. Like, like the 
when you think about aliens, you're thinking about like aliens from a movie or something. But little green men on a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. like the the alien and predator aliens or the gray alien from Area 51 or something. Yeah. But yeah. people don't even because it's hard to think of this. But like, like, yeah, the fourth dimension, fifth dimensional beings that might you can't even you wouldn't begin even know to what imagine you're at. what does a fifth yeah. dimensional th anything look like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. It's it's like the rabbit hole goes deep, man. Like, it's, like, it's fucking nuts. Right. Well, and that's the, that's the other thing. Like, um, you know, uh, when you look online, like you try to find a visual representation of what would the fourth dimensional dimension even look like, you see that tesseract, right? It just looks like a yeah. cube being extracted out of a cube, which is still just a three-dimensional object being extracted from another three-dimensional object. I like, think they're trying to express it the best way they can. The best they can, but that's what yeah, I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we still, there's no way we could actually view it or experience it because we are so hopelessly trapped in the third dimension. Did you have, do you relate this to consciousness at all? Because I remember when we got drunk in Pasadena, you, <laughs> you mentioned something about consciousness. Uh, this is a whole other thing, if we want to go into it. Oh, oh we'll finish this idea first. Okay, what, what, uh, well, talking about the dimensional thing, one thing I will say, again, warning, wild speculation territory. <laughs> um, you know, like, the whole idea of, like, uh, ghosts and shit. Like, I've never personally seen anything. I've never interacted with it. I've never had an experience. But I have friends like Maddie and Stefan and many, many more people who I know are skeptical, people who I know are like grounded in reason and logic, who have these experiences. And I, I don't see any reason for them to be lying. I don't see what they would gain from it. So I'm not saying I 100% and giving it, you know, my approval, but I'm like, I definitely have to consider it now that I'm confronted with that. And to me, that sounds like some kind of weird, like, dimensional overlap. I don't know. I have no idea. But it sounds like some kind of, you know, like one transparent image overlaid onto another image. But just imagine that in, like, three dimensions, like a... Uh, some science show I was watching, they were talking about these infinite dimensions and if they had uh, like some kind of movement, almost like a wave, sometimes they might overlap. And <laughs> Again, I don't know. No, no, no. Just... I, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that, that overlap might cause like an apparition or some shit. Sure, yeah. yeah. Or like... Right, something from the past, something that shouldn't be there. I will here. say, <laughs> I will say the same thing I say towards religion. I'm not gonna say a hundred percent disagree. Right. I right. uh, just say I haven't been presented any uh, any good evidence for it. Uh, I mean, it's possible. I mean, I think yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't even think most atheists would even say it's possible. But I'd say it's. <laughs> I'd say it's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, right. Because, like I said, I right. I've never personally experienced anything ghostly or paranormal, but I've have heard some pretty compelling uh, testimony 
from people that I trust and it's uh it's I mean it's just weird though because you got to question the story sometimes like sure, sure, sure we had a ghost in our house they kept closing doors it kept tapping on windows like are you gonna come back from the dead to fucking <laughs> do stupid shit like that no, 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 well, I, this is where I, this is where I'm saying the dimensional overlap kind of makes sense because it's not like an, anybody's intentionally coming back to do stupid shit. Ah, uh, I see, like, I see. Yeah, somebody else's life is overlapping onto your reality, and you're hearing this weird shit. Ah, uh, no, the weird stuff is kind of like the static from two, like let's say two yeah, radio stations yeah, yeah, coming yeah. up against each other. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like if this if this reality is a, is a station and the other, and then their reality is another station, they, and they might. But the thing is, at that point, if it's another reality, that person might not even be dead. They're alive. Well, that's what I'm they're saying. alive yeah. in that reality. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, man, that'd be kind of a cool. Um, well, yeah. Well, new that's take what... on a ghost story, actually. Right, right. Well, it's like well, that's what uh, you know. This infinite dimensional dimensions. Thing is supposed to be all about is like there are dimensions where yeah bill did not get killed in a car crash and you know ah and that would make it seem like a ghost right in right, this right. dimension holy this shit dimension. bro yeah that's fucking awesome <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh my god right like... in that other dimension he would still be you know like the, uh, i think maddie said it was like an old woman like you know, if she lived on a few more years, she would probably still be in that apartment and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that would be insane, but awesome. I know, yeah. I mean, again, wild speculation. Me too. I don't even believe it. I'm just, here's an idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> it's good to speculate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, so what, what was the consciousness thing about? Oh, um... Ah, oh, God, let me gather all my thoughts. I don't know. I think it's just, okay, here's, I think it has to do with my main issue with, like, stark atheism is, okay, you die and then total black nothingness. And again, I total, I'm totally aware that religion, all this, we all make up stories so we don't feel bad about dying of course, nobody wants to die and be gone forever. I understand that, so maybe I'm just totally making up shit just to make myself feel better. Whatever. Who knows? Again, wild speculation. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just felt like if you... Okay, we're very much present in the moment now, right? Yeah. Can we agree to that? Uh, yeah. Well, at least for me. And you can say that for yourself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so uh, we definitely are perceiving time. I don't know. We are perceiving things in a linear motion, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. As 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 much as we can define time. I mean, I know time is not even a real thing, but there is succession of events, and we remember those and record those in our memory in a way. Uh, so. Okay, average human life, 80 years, right? Uh, 80 years compared to, you know, the infinite universe doesn't even register on the meter. Right, right, right. So the thing that just kind of boggles my mind is 
so we're plucked out of nothingness. We experience the world, the universe. We are the universe experiencing itself, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, we perceive this time, but then it's like cut off black nothingness. So, you know, the time doesn't exist to like a rock, right? An inanimate object. Now, to me, the atheist idea is basically we're just animated meat bags. (laughs) There's nothing special to us at all. We're just really complex assortment of atoms. Same atoms that would be... Well, I I could say something about that, but continue first. I want you to continue. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't know. I just feel like there's kind of this continuity error if you just die and there's black nothingness and why are you even here experiencing anything in the first place i think okay so is that is that the full, uh, your full point uh pretty much i mean again i'm not saying i believe like there's an eternal life i'm not saying yeah 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 I don't know. I just I just feel like there's a severe something not doesn't quite add up. You're saying it's it's like kind of pointless ultimately for well, the universe it, to produce people like us for so such a short no, amount no, of time. No, 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 no. I mean, there's no reason. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with with reasons for things to exist. It's just like you know, if you lived and died and that's it. Like I said, you're and you're animated meat bag you're just a highly complex assortment of atoms i mean really you're just you're not so different from the rock you're just way more complex so why are you you know and there are things there are living things without brains that can live and do shit and move around and but yeah why why are we even here uh perceiving anything perceiving time i mean if we're just gonna die and then it's just total nothingness forever i think that is a question that you kind of have to answer for yourself with your own personal life and i do think that basically and again this is something you gotta realize the the atheist position is only one thing there is no god Oh, okay. um, it doesn't even it actually doesn't even cover evolution or the big bang or anything like that is there a shitload of crossover yes but at the end of the day atheism is really just that one thing but, uh, but I thought ba- basically think like you're just you're dead and that's totally end of story just black uh, I think I mean basically I think most of most of them do yeah think that but i think it's just to be very specific about your position that's really all that position is because there's always like oh you're an atheist what do you think about evolution you know which is like okay yes that's a there's a bunch of crossover there but strictly speaking it's just the one thing but i mean i would say the majority of atheists believe in evolution yes yes they do but you're right you're right but it's just Evolution is a science topic, and atheism is a religion philosophy topic also. Mm, you know what yeah, I mean? So they're, yeah, they're yeah. almost like different fields. 
but um, I think I think I would probably say most of them are like you're kind of a meat bag, but you're you're <laughs> but that meat bag is something that is human, and Mother Teresa was a meat bag, or whoever, like every nice person you ever met, you know, we're all just these meat bags on this rock floating in space, you know, like everybody important and unimportant, you know, you, and then you choose again, it's a free will argument, but (laughs) fuck that for now. You choose what to do. You choose what to do with your life. And, and it's not God telling you this or that. Um, so it's your choice ultimately. And, uh, as far as like the, I mean, you, the, the consciousness thing, you could be, uh, I mean, maybe there is no point to it. Uh, when you, I mean, who would be? I think asking like, "What's the point?" is like kind of a tricky question. And it also, like every time you ask why, it, you, you almost you can't ask the universe why, kinda, because why implies intent from somebody else, some other thinking thing. And the universe, as far as we can tell with our current knowledge, there is no ultimate intent you can't i mean there's just how really which which sounds kind of stupid but i mean it sounds stupider at first but really with the universe and the universe not having a consciousness as far as we can tell um you you can't really ask why because that there's no intent there's no intent there there's no point of evolution there's no point for the big bang as far as we can tell it's just all happening and also you with again with the self-conscious thing you're you might be placing a lot of importance on your own consciousness because that that is you that is your experience and that makes sense but that you know it the universe is cold and doesn't give a shit no no yeah no no i know what you're saying no 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 uh hold on let me let me come in here because i i don't think i'm explaining myself like i want to uh no what i'm talking about not about the reason or why or what's the point no i mean yeah it's all pretty much for no fucking reason but uh I'm saying about the actual just perception of time. Okay, you know, I live 80 years. That doesn't even register on the universal scale. It's like live, die, might as well be in the same moment if I'm just a total just animated meatbag. Like, you know, I'm going to be dead eventually and black nothingness. So why do I even perceive anything in that middle between I didn't exist and I no longer exist. Why? Why is this little middle area? Why am I even here experiencing it at all? Because I'm I'm going to be dead. We know that. <laughs> but you can't you can't like chalk that up to the evolution that happened, and you were born as a human with the brain that is a product of evolution. No, no, no. Because that has not. No, no. This is all about the perception of of the, the time it's it just like okay like i'm saying like before i existed there's like this infinite amount of time and then after i'm no longer existing there's another just infinite black nothing why why am i even here present in that tiny little middle why do I even experience it at all? Because inevitably I'm going to, going to be in that black, I did not, I no longer exist forever. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I think I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this. Uh, I mean, to me, it's just, it's just like, it's a product of 
evolution plus your fam your personal family line equaling all the way up to where you, you are now okay and well okay that's um, that's and then even when you're born you're not really quote unquote online yet like what people babies don't become conscious till they're like two or three sure 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 yeah but uh, well um, it's well see this is why it's so hard to explain because i don't even understand it myself it's just like basically what i'm saying if i'm going to be dead i could die you know 10 years from now i could have died five minutes ago why was i even here experiencing anything at all because that and that i'm going to be dead and dead forever that's an inevitable conclusion why do why am i even here in this middle bit because we all know the conclusion <laughs> and that's going to be forever <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm and saying you're, you're i should not, i shouldn't not... even if i if i'm an animated meat bag i should not even be experiencing this middle bit at all because the conclusion is already solidified we already know the conclusion uh, i mean you can't chalk that up to like just how our self-awareness works in our brain uh, well, no no i get that and like i i know what you're saying is you know why you know how i'm experiencing things here now i'm saying why is the here and now even happening i okay here's the one thing i'm thinking right now i feel like there's people in their car listening to this like <laughs> that totally gets you and they're like why the fuck doesn't andrew get this shit? <laughs> and if you're that person please write us superhouse podcast at gmail.com yeah no seriously because i've been trying and if somebody can articulate this better like i've been trying to explain this for years and i still cannot get it yeah right I, you might be on to something but i i i yeah i'm not totally yeah. getting that yet right or maybe i'm gonna live forever and the rest of you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah good luck with that fantasy well yeah yeah we'll get into that later you know? yeah <laughs> oh man yeah I don't know I don't I used to like believe in that well not not totally your idea but like you know people like associate their inner monologue in their brain or like their feelings or their subconscious with or their consciousness with uh, their soul or whatever but then you know, like this is yeah. another big topic whenever I was like kind of deconverting but like if somebody gets hit in the in the head with a baseball bat, parts of, there's been cases where the parts of their personality have changed, or like their inner monologue, or well, like there's even like you know you take some medication, you have fuzzy thinking. Yeah. Some yeah. sometimes like you have your mental fog, they call it sometimes. Like right. even that, like it's like, dude, this is obviously your consciousness is a product of your brain. That's it. The the word they use all the time is a is consciousness is a emergent property of the brain totally yeah and i think after i started to realize that that was also like another like just another like you know chipping away at the religious background that i had yeah okay here's another thought experiment for you if i can okay okay let's agree the universe is totally infinite right okay so if it is truly infinite there are infinite possibilities right yeah 
for the most part, probably. I'll, let's I go mean, with that, yeah. Yeah. What are, okay, infinite, what are the chances that some just inc- inconceivably far off time in the future, there would be another solar system like ours with another planet like the Earth and eventually a species called human and eventually an assortment of atoms that come together and they look like Andrew Bush and they talk like Andrew Bush and they are called Andrew Bush. What are the chances of that happening? I mean, if we're talking about an infinite universe, I think that it could happen. Yeah. So say if you were to be exactly reassembled, would your consciousness be the same? Would you would you pop in and be you? Like, uh, <laughs> if it had the exact same same makeup, background right? like and environment, like another Earth, like exactly the same. Yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. saying like a billion years from now on some oh, other planet. No, no, even like just inconceivable, like not yeah. even enough numbers. <laughs> to, yeah, to you Dude, know describe. Is, but the thing is, though, like that maybe. But the thing is, would I be the person, the person that I am now? Would I be cyclically linked to that Andrew Bush? Well, here, here that's that's so, my question. Here's what brings me to another wild speculation, okay? Okay, you have a lot of <laughs> What if, okay, uh, you know, I'm kind of, I'm thinking like computer programs, you know, like uh, an assortment of numbers and codes make an exact copy of a program, right? What if like your consciousness or something is some kind of like resonant, frequency what if you know your brain waves match a certain cosmic channel <laughs> i don't know like that's an interesting thought but i think i mean it's so crazy i mean i have nothing that, to like back this up i mean I'm that just could saying. be i mean my first impression of that is that it's wishful thinking <laughs> of course of course yeah absolutely no absolutely <laughs> But is it an awesome idea? Yes, it is. I mean, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Again, um, wild speculation. Totally a talking out of frequency. my ass. But the thing is, okay, if you go with that idea, then you have, like, all the babies that are to be born as well. And I guess there's, like, an apparent, you know, maybe infinite number of frequencies. Sure, sure, yeah. And then, like, talking about your earth 2 idea like would those be the same frequencies that the the copies Matched. the copies yeah, would match would up good. with yeah that'd be interesting but also you yeah. know like it could maybe explain twins you know they're very genetic they're genetically <laughs> they're basically the same a lot of them and sometimes they express that they have like this sort of esp like they kind of talk to one another again i don't believe it i i've seen no evidence for it i'm just this is just a maybe. Maybe yeah, cool it's thought. possible. It's possible. I don't know. Who knows? What I, like I, your, t- I like your wild idea, though. That's cool. Well, here's here's the other one. You want the last one? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Here is what I think could possibly see. I'm reverse engineering all these things. It's like, okay, here's what people have been talking about. 
how can we do it the back way? <laughs> like, okay, you know, talking about like heaven, God, you know, living forever in this perfect world. Um, I mean, I totally believe that we're going to have intelligent machines probably mm -hmm. in our lifetime. Yes, yes, I think so. So if you follow, you know, compounding, uh, what do they call it, compounding? Uh, basically, the way technology progresses, you know how it basically doubles. Every... Moore's Law, whatever the fuck? Something, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. So, I mean, pretty much, you know, if you follow that, we are, you know, in our lifetime, we'll have a machine equal to a human being. And then after that, if you're equal to a human being, then it's not far flung to think that, okay, you're going to have a machine that one machine has more intelligence than the entire collective human race. And then as processing power just exceeds more and more, you're going to have a machine that is smarter than like, you know, a billion, you know, a trillion people over a period of a million years. And basically you reach like the singularity, the, uh, what are they going to technological singularity that's yeah, also yeah. the time you're right. when like you're right you're right there's two singularities are... yeah right 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 yeah there's like there's like black hole singularities and then there's like the yeah the robotic yeah. one yeah right right yeah and this is also supposedly when like people are integrated with humans and like you can basically go into a matrix type world like just by plugging in and like you know cyborgs and shit and <laughs> yeah. But the main thing is, like, basically, there's this machine that could answer any question, can figure out any problem in the matter of a second or whatever. Like, right, right. If you're like, you know, how do we, how do we make infinite energy? And it goes beep beep boop boop in this, <laughs> do this, and that problem solved, you know, forever. So. You know, uh, it's not far to think that, you know, maybe eventually the this machine maybe would make some kind of Matrix-type simulation that we can live in far past, you know, our, you know, outlive our bodies. And, you know, perhaps if this machine is so benevolent, maybe it will, uh, you know, track down the genetic material pass long dead humans and resurrect them and upload them into the simulation maybe we're in that simulation now who knows mm, i don't think it's perfect enough i think if they ran it it had to be like heaven or something sure whatever, sure. whatever that would be well maybe I people do... got so bored by it maybe there was a heaven one and people were just oh wasn't that like a thing in the matrix too dude right? i was thinking the exact same thing he said <laughs> that the first one was perfect but it, it didn't take Something right, like that. Right. <laughs> I, I love that line, but I, I've, dude, I've thought of the almost the same exact thing that you've thought of. Like, yeah, the yeah. I've thought about like even if there was no God, like if we if we lived long enough, or if there's like an infinite amount of universes or whatever, yeah, we could. There think. would there would some some machine or fifth dimensional being or something would create this type of thing in which you could live forever or whatever. Yeah. In the real world, in the real universe, or maybe a fifth dimensional type thing. Sure. And, uh, like, that could exist, like, maybe just before the big crunch of the universe or, yeah, right. or some shit like that. Like, sure. Like, maybe it could actually exist. 
It's funny. Yeah, it's funny know. how we've never talked about this before, but we had the we've same totally had conclusion. Yeah, very similar idea. This is what's known as a logical conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> we looked exactly. at the evidence and we came to the same idea. <laughs> <laughs> because if I mean, if you did have that power, you probably would do it. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell because we've never seen anything like that. But sure, yeah. If you were a human, you might, and then you had that kind of power. Maybe you do it. I don't know. Maybe you do it. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be weird if you died and then you do wake up in this, like, kind of heaven and you're like, oh, my God, it's real. And they're like, well, well, not quite. Not quite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So we made this machine and then we <laughs> exactly. uploaded everybody into it. And... It uses a dark neutron star plus uh, yeah, right, right, yeah. the inside of a black hole. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a special kind of gravity that you guys haven't figured out yet. You know, like, exactly, it's like yeah. exactly like science, but it's like also like pretty much religious at that point. I mean, that's the thing. Science is magic. It's magic in reality. I mean, it's yeah, it's exactly. doing things that that's why I like like people who are like, I don't believe in science. Well, that's that's not. No, there's no question there. That's like saying I don't believe in clouds. It's like there's a cloud right there. It's like science is all around you. Like, like you, you flown you, in an airplane, you have a smartphone. <laughs> you brought this up as well. Yeah, the smartphone thing. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, like, take out your phone. Yeah. And now look at any map of the world live. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's some fucking real shit. Yeah. <laughs> there's no debating science. There is no, uh, I believe, you know... Science is, and then religion is something you maybe believe in or maybe don't. But people like the atheist community talking about evolution, like they don't like the verbiage or I don't know what you, the wording for uh, believe in evolution. They yeah, want right, they right. want you to say accept evolution, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Which I mean, it's well past theory at this point, right? Dude, there's basically no there's no denying it. I mean, yeah, even yeah. they they say like even though. Um, no fossil record there's a dna record which is just abundantly clear like yeah. this there is no denying this shit like we have more evidence on evolution than we do on gravity <laughs> wow. they do yeah. like seriously like we we still don't exactly know why gravity works we know it does yeah. right, right like there's right. there's like again my knowledge is from documentaries mainly i barely yeah, even read yeah. any honestly i don't even read many books on the subject but if a documentary comes out, I'll watch it. And like they'll say, like to us as humans, gravity is seems very strong because if we jump off a building, we're going to go splat, right? Mm -hmm. But as far as the universe is concerned, it's weak as fuck. Oh sure, it's, yeah. It's like yeah. disproportionately weak. Like what the fuck is going on with gravity? It's like right. a, it's a kind of a mystery. And they say that. Uh, it could be that gravity is spread thin throughout the universe and gravity truly is the force <laughs> and <laughs> it does hold shit together and uh it could even be seeping into other universes i think i could be getting that wrong write us if i'm getting that wrong but like it's it's just weird and awesome to think about yeah yeah well uh, well i mean they do know that larger bodies have more gravity like if you walked onto a planet the size of the sun you would be like crippled immediately because <laughs> no, the force yeah, I, would be so great like i think that part is pretty much solid but there's yeah. again we're kind of scratching the surface here but i think there's a lot more to it especially like 
I don't know, maybe they, they don't know where it comes from. They know that it does work like this, but they don't know how. Sure, sure. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. even, like, okay, so the planet's bigger still. How is that the case? I, I'm struggling. I'm trying not to use why, but, yeah, yeah. Why, why is that the case, you know? like. Yeah, yeah. Well, they always, uh, the best kind of illustration they have is, like, you know, you think of the universe as this flat plane, you put a heavy body on it and it sinks in and thing, other things around it sink in towards it. But instead of sinking in, they orbit, right? So Yeah, it's, gravity, it's, gravity causes a groove in space-time that the planets follow. Yeah, but you have to imagine that flat plane in all directions. Right, right, right. Every right, right. single direction, overlapping. And so, yeah, it is like you're sitting this heavy thing down but in this universe that has no up down left or right it's just like so things get drawn into it there's got to be you know everything that we think is nothing i believe there's got to be some medium something just so minute we're not even detecting it like and that could be dark energy that could be the strings theory that could be who knows what i mean String theory is uh, theoretical at this point. They say, "Sure, like, yeah, of course, of course." Like strings are just so ridiculously small. Like we, yeah, we wonder yeah. if we'll ever even make anything that could actually get that small, right? Or yeah, if we even ever be able to manipulate it, or you know, yeah. That's a, that's what's also what's weird to me. It's like when they talking about like the the big bang and the big crunch and all that like okay so everything was the size of an atom and then right, ex and yeah. exploded from there and i'm not even yeah. going to ask where that atom came from or anything like that <laughs> but like imagine that atom as like a dot on a piece of paper right and the, the whole universe you know supposedly comes from like this dot in the universe is that yeah. dot is that dot floating in pre-existing space or does that dot create space as it explodes this i've always wondered about the big bang i th i think it's supposed to be like well you know they talk about atoms they talk about atoms are like 99.99999 empty space right yeah 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 so it was supposed to be just every atom every piece of matter in the universe compressed like all that empty space compressed so it you, it was just like this bundle of neutrons and proton, uh, proton, uh, protons. protons and whatever, and then it became so dense that it just exploded. So yeah, what's at that epicenter? Who knows? <laughs> or like, it's just like, did it explode in space, or did it create space as it exploded? Like, oh sure, I've, sure, yeah. I've yeah, never yeah. understood this, dude. We're gonna have to have a part two of this because I gotta go. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, this is and we're, uh, we're we might continue in a superhouse podcast, uh, or maybe continue in episode seven uh, of Johnson and Bush. But uh, anyway, catch us on facebook.com slash superhouse podcast. Actually, superhouse podcast on all social media except for Twitter, which is superhouse pod. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I'm Andrew Bush. I'm Matt. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my last name for a second. <laughs> Sorry. I, like, I know. What?
I sprung the ending on you, man, but I'm actually at work and I gotta go, so... Uh, no, I know. I anyway, definitely wanna continue this. This is a good one. You could probably just release this, man. This... I know. Uh, but I, I think we're gonna have a part two of this, because this shit's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Well, yeah, me too. Alright, guys. Uh, gotta catch you later. Bye. Alright, bye. <laughs>